It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. What's the one thing all great teams have in common? Great coaching. Try to suck up to me, Andrew. Hey, Goldberg! I bet if that talk was a cheap, brother, you stop it. No, I agree. I would not be an acid physically. I have more of a podcast body. It's the Quack Attack Podcast. Hey, everybody. We either play or play around. I'm Mike. That's Tommy. Hello, everyone. That's Kevin. Hey, y'all. Welcome to the Quack Attack Podcast, the definitive Mighty Ducks podcast. We are back. Got a lot to cover today. I'm very excited about this episode. I'm, I'm gonna, we're going to try out a game that I think might be good for the next trivia um, that I've come up with and sort of stolen from some other people and modified it which is where all the best ideas come from. But we have a lot before then that I want to get into. First of all, quiet question of the year, really heating up. We are, um, I think I'm down to the final 25. So I've cut like eight, but a lot of work to do still. Quiet question of the year. Obviously our last episode of the year, will give you a handful of nominees. You vote, pick the best one. The winner gets to come on if they want to. The winner last year, 28 underscore eight KBS tweets. He was very humble, did not want to come on the pod, but the winner gets to come on and have an episode with us, answer the next podcast or next quack question. So very um, prestigious here. We're going into, I think, our sixth year or fifth year of the quack question of the year. So almost coming up on a we're, we're turning the corner for a quiet question of the decade, which will be very exciting when we get there. But a lot of good questions this year. We've had more quiet questions, I think, than any other year, just because we did so many episodes. So a lot to look forward to in that episode. But right now, we want to go back to something we talked about a few weeks ago. And that was Gordon Bombay is obviously not coming back. We discussed, you know, what we knew threw out some ideas and asked for your ideas. And we got a lot of ideas, some good, some bad, some utterly ridiculous, but those are only Kevin's. (laughs) (laughs) I will say Kevin, people liked the Taylor kitsch slash Eric Chandler idea. One of those two with um, coming in there. Um, A few people mentioned as a joke, the coach from letter, Kenny, just this guy who goes psycho and swears all the time. And then a very interesting one that multiple people mentioned uh, in different ways was uh, Sean William Scott. From, Ooh, I like that. Yes. From I like that a lot. Yes. One person mentioned it uh, as like Doug Blatt from Goon, but I, other people said just Sean William Scott straight up. which As himself. Yeah. <laughs> Stifler. Stifler. Coach Stifler. Yeah. yeah. Um, uh, is, I'm going to bring up his IMDB. I'll, I'll be prepared for that conversation. Okay. <laughs> so just going to run down a few others here. Uh, the aforementioned 28 underscore eight KBPS tweets said Roche's Russ's brother 
or a Coach T redemption or Christopher McDonald, a.k.a. Shooter McGavin from Happy Gilmore. Um, We had – this one was interesting too. So Coach of the Hawks was played by Lane Smith. Lane Smith passed away. Lane Smith has a son, Lane Smith Jr., who is an actor. Very what has he been in? Very interesting. Um, I don't have his IMD pulled up, but he's he's around. He's doing things, which is exciting. M underscore parent, Omar Epps or Donald Faison, totally the offside. I, I I mean I I personally love the Donald Faison idea. I, I want that to happen so badly. <laughs> I'll go through the rest and then we can discuss here. So uh, totally offside uh, said Jason Siegel. Uh, we got another coach T redemption from just Evan Al. He said that he wants Timbles to return and sort of orchestrate this coaching, which I thought was interesting. Uh, and then we had the overachievers. We had Stevie Yanks and Matt Hoover. Matt did the whole thing. We talked about 10 different Bombays for 10 de- episodes. Um, so he threw out 10 names here. Brian Cranston, Jason Alexander, <laughs> Mario Lopez, uh, James Vanderbeek, Billy Bob Thornton, uh, Ryder Strong, who was Sean Hunter from Boy Meets World, uh, Fred Savage, David Schwimmer, Chris Klein, Chris Klein and Jaleel White. Uh, so a lot to think about there. And then I'll run through <laughs> I, the last list that we can discuss. Stevie Yanks, he had uh, he had a couple uh, out there once, like Paul Bissonette, who's a former NHL player. He's now a podcaster and personality. Um, he had Sean William Scott. He had Penn Badgley from you. I don't know if anybody's seen you on Netflix, but it's about like a serial killer stalker. I don't think Disney would go for that, Stevie Yanks. And then his two that were, well, he had Sean Williams Scott as well. His two that were interesting, though, was you bring in Scooter as the new coach, and then you also get, you know, a Gunner Stahl possibility. And then this one I thought was very interesting, which was Scott Patterson, who played Luke from Gilmore Girls, and basically just go all in on the Gilmore Girls connection. So I, I, I had, I had that thought whenever we were talking about it. I don't think I mentioned it, but I, I just couldn't get myself there. I, I, just, <laughs> I couldn't do it. So, I mean, out of those or any others, you know, you heard since we did our last discussion on this, any of yours, any of those stick out for you, Tommy? Um, I like the like, um, writer strong, just cause I could see like a very good boy meets world crossover and actually i think what they should do is just really lean into the 10 different bombays and just have them all over the top but in one episode it's you know Ryder strong and ben savage both playing bombay like in different <laughs> scenes and then in a couple like the shots are just different it's the same scene but it, they're just switching out interchangeably and just like really playing like a mind fuck and i think they'd get a lot of accolades for it and then of course you have um uh Danielle, um, what's her last name? Topanga Lawrence. Um, last name starts with an F. I'm going to look it up. Um, have her in there as some kind mm. of like love entrance or whatever. Yeah. It um, would, Danielle official. Yeah. Oh, there you go. It would be very interesting if they just went in all in on like 90s nostalgia and broke out of just the Mighty Ducks nostalgia. Uh, it would be interesting. But yeah, Kevin, same to you. Anything stick out? from uh, Quackalites. I, as I already mentioned, I am uh, 
president of the fan club to bring Donald Faze onto the Mighty Ducks universe. I, I just think that would be fantastic. I think he would be really great. Let's see. I I will say I don't think um, I don't think there were many like in that list you just ran down. I don't think there were a ton of names in, in the sweet spot. Like I, mm-hmm. they, they either are too small or too big. Like Billy Bob Thornton, that's never going to happen. But um, I, I I think we're still lacking in like the 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 like I I think like Taylor Kish is like the perfect kind of sweet spot sweet spot for that or like John Stamos or whatever in that, in that mm-hmm. range. Um, but I, I don't, I feel like we're, we still don't have enough in that realm. Cause it, like Luke from Gilmore Girls is too small. Um, like anybody like that, a lot of like Ryder Strong is too small. You know, like, I, I don't think any of these bring in. Sean Williams gym. Scott is kind of hits Scott. that sweet spot. Yeah, I, I, I think, I think that would be really good. I don't know how realistic that is, but I, I do really like that one. Um, but I, I feel like we still don't have enough options in that in that band of celebrities. You can also get Jason Biggs and just make this like R-rated American <laughs> Pie game changers. There we go. And then like, got we don't have to talk about that, but <laughs> you could get, you could really lean into that if we wanted to get that late '90s, early 2000s teen uh, teen crowd. Yeah. Yeah, there's a lot of ways they could go. Uh, oh, I did miss one. At Nicole Re9 said, just give it to Coco Chad, which would be interesting to bring Coco Chad back. But I personally, Sean Williams Scott's a good one. I do think Scott Patterson would be very interesting. Like you just try to get all those people, all those women who watched Gilmore Girls when they're younger come back and have some sort of Gilmore Girls connection but it's a whole new show. They try to fall in love with these kids and Maya. I think that would be an interesting sort of play to see if it would work. And, and you try to keep that um, fan base going and get the, the boost from them to kind of keep your numbers up. So that's the, that, that was the most interesting idea I heard. Uh, yeah. In terms of realistic, yeah, it's tough. I do like Lane Smith Jr. just as a little nod, but I don't know if he does enough for it yeah he recently played um in westworld i'll just tell you the name of his character because it was uncredited but he played a uh, nude host <laughs> and so um i haven't seen the second or third seasons of westworld um, but maybe i will check out this nude host and, and check out his his nude acting chops <laughs> yeah he must have been one of the, like the cyborg people interesting yeah He's also done stunts, apparently. So maybe he's a stunt guy. That's pretty cool. Oh, yeah. I feel like we could work him in, even now if he's not Bombay. We could work him in. Um, yeah. So what's our takeaway here? Whether it's our idea, Kevin, are you sticking with Taylor Kitsch or Eric Chandler? Or where are you going just to sort of leave this off? Uh, I, I, I mean, I, I want Donald Faison. Uh, I think True. that's top of my list now. Um, but I like Taylor Kish. Uh, I think Kyle Chandler probably works. Uh, he might be too big now. I don't know. I think um, he wouldn't want to play a coach. A again. coach again. Yeah, that's true. Um, so uh, yeah, I'm going to stick with Donald Faison one, Taylor Kish two. Uh, well, actually, Taylor Kish and Sean William Scott one, two, two A and two B. 
I think okay. I, I think for me, although Sean Fave Scott might be too big also. He's I he I guess he hasn't done a ton of stuff lately, but he he's probably still a pretty big name. Yeah, but I, I mean know. so was um or so is um Lauren Graham. Yeah. And Emilio Estevez, like Yeah, but Lauren Graham hadn't really done anything since Gilmore Girls either though. Like she like, was writing books and know. stuff. Yeah, she was doing she wasn't really going hard on the acting. Uh, so it seems like a lot of people are on the Taylor Kitsch chain. Like, so Kevin, what kind of character does he play? Because like, he kind of seems like he could be coach T's like older brother or something like that. Yeah. I I think he kind of comes in as more of like an authoritarian kind of coach. Um, maybe less, uh, less than like coach T is like, not as like douchey. Um, but you know, maybe more stern. Like Orion, um, I, I just, I, I just think he makes sense, like from a casting perspective, just because like, ladies love Taylor Kish, um, and like he's I, Canadian, I he's Canadian. He probably plays hockey. Um, I, I, I feel like it, it fits in a lot of realms. Um, uh, just to kind of slot it, and he, he's younger. I think it, you know, brings a little bit more, uh, more youth to the show. Um. I don't know. I, I just think it, it fits pretty well. But and, and I do think maybe that would be if Coach T is coming back. Um, I think that could be a fun dynamic also. Do we think Donald Faison is gettable in a realistic sense? Like if they were like, we absolutely would like Donald Faison to be the coach. Do you think he is gettable and would do it? Yeah, I think so. I mean, he's like, he's doing shows right now. I mean, he, I think the latest thing that he's done is he was cast as like the, the, the scientist or the doctor in uh, the new Powerpuff Girls uh, uh, reboot. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I, I'm, I'm pretty sure he's doing like a, some animated series that he's producing, uh, like a stop motion animation thing. But so I don't think he's like outside of the realm of possibility. Um but uh, yeah, I, I definitely think he's gettable um, from that perspective. All right, let's go. Tommy, you know, previous episode, we talked about uh, Peter Krause, Macaulay Culkin, those guys. Out of those guys, are the, the fan suggestions, where are you sitting right now on um, your choice? Or, you know, are we just like, we, we bring in nobody? And we just bring in a newbie and, and develop that character. Gosh, you know, I think the question is, is how does it like play? And we all knew what we were getting with Bombay, I guess. Although the whole him like no longer loving hockey and having to rediscover his love was like just a great storyline. And so, you know, we're thinking about all these guys that we, we love, but we're kind of thinking about some of the characters they played. And so like, Donald Faison, is he going to be like the goofy coach or is he just going to be like a hard ass, you know, piece of shit or something instead? And like, that wouldn't really be him. Right. And, you know, Taylor Kitsch, I think we see as being, you know, stern kind of like, Oh, I've got, you know, a past and I've got layers. You've got to unpeel me. So it's like, what you got to get someone who can kind of bring something that maybe you aren't expecting. It's like, as much as I would love Sean William Scott, I'm thinking party animal, you know, um, (laughs) d-bag or something like that in a loving way and so Wait, hang on quick quick question have you seen goon i haven't seen goon i uh, was gotta watch goon. Yeah. goon is fantastic heard it was very good um 
And so I don't know, I'm a little bit torn on who it needs to be. You know, I, I think um, I jokingly threw out the 10 different Bombays, um, but I think you can do that and then do like a bachelor style show with it where you uh, pick the best one. I don't know. Yeah. You could have a lot of fun with it. Um, but in reality, it's going to be one person. And I think the other question is like, would they open up and like maybe have like a female coach? And maybe that's kind of like where they go with it. Obviously, you wouldn't have um, a love interest with uh, with Lauren Graham. I wouldn't imagine. Um, mm-hmm. Who knows? Um, so I don't know. It, it's very tough to just kind of say this is who would be good because I'm just thinking of like people I've liked in other roles, but I'm just thinking of that role or what they're kind of like. And so do I want a hard-ass coach? Do I want a goofy coach? Do I want like a coach who's just going to get us to the end of the season until like something else happens? I don't know. Like, are we looking for someone to be the new face of the Ducks? Are we looking for someone who's more in the background as we kind of go deeper into the kids' stories? That is a really interesting point. And I also am wondering, like, how appealing is this for somebody to jump into a role that was clearly like Bombay's role and to follow that? So I don't know if we're going to get somebody big. I do... Now that you mentioned, I do think it might be more of like a, a supporting role where, you know, it just pushes it forward for maybe a season or two. And then uh, somebody else really steps in and, and takes that. So uh, I, like I said before, I think I'm all in. I'm just like try to get the Gilmore Girls crowd to just get that audience engaged in the show and, and keep the numbers up to, you know, give you a season three, season four as you transition away from it maybe then so that's my pick i like stevie yang's scott patterson so i think my ideal pick and i don't think this is necessarily as realistic is season three you hand over the ducks back to coach t um but we don't know you know that he wants to keep doing it cetera. again he was supposed to just be um like a cameo or whatever in the first uh, first season so if you have like a huge like douchebag coach and then it's kind of like Coach T has some like inner, you know, battles with himself and he is in position to take back over the ducks after he learns a lesson. So maybe you can get like a hard ass who's just going to like ride the kids the entire time. And eventually Coach T kind of steps up to the plate for season three or, and I don't know who, who is that hard ass. Is it like a Sean Williams guy who's just like, I'm doing this for one season. I'm going to have so much fun doing it, yelling at these kids and <laughs> give it to someone else. Um, but I don't know. I, I just, I'm very, very excited and I guess a little nervous to, to see where it's going to go. You know, I guess they, the clock's ticking. Yeah. Yeah. It's going to be very interesting. I do like the idea of the coach T redemption uh, that you mentioned where, you know, season two, that comes around near the end. He takes over. I would, I would willingly accept that get coach T involved in our lives for the foreseeable future and go from there or maybe we get miss mckay to be the new coach oh she developed the coaching bud you know bug over in her half a period of coaching in the goodwill games and now she's back i do like that as well that's very good get a little miss what is she up to these days Catherine irby i believe but um she's i think she's still around or she's i don't know how much uh like mainstream acting she's doing but i'm sure she's she'd be game but let's um 
let's move on. So as I mentioned at the beginning of the show, I want to test this. So I started thinking of stuff for, you know, 2022, I think chicken wing challenge and trivia challenge are probably the two biggest things. We've talked about the chicken wing challenge. We were trying to go big with it. And then, you know, COVID, Omicron variant, all kinds, who knows what's going to happen here. So we might have to not go very big with it again. So, but I still want to see how many chicken wings Kevin can eat. As he says, he's training every day for it. And I want another trivia contest because we have a, a bunch of trivia now. We have a whole, we have what? five hours of extra show for trivia. So I'm going through game changes right now with a very close watch, sort of getting some ideas. I think I'll need to watch it again to really get some trivia, but I do think there is something, um, there's something here with this idea. So the basic idea is we have a character from the Mighty Ducks can be original trilogy or can be from game changers. And one person has to guess who the other person is thinking of or who the hosts are thinking of. And, you know, they have 30 seconds and they can ask, you know, yes or no questions, essentially, to go through it. So I'm willing to go first. Does any Kevin or Tommy, you look confused. So, yeah, I'm a little confused on the rules. So you think of just a random person and then we ask yes or no questions in 30 seconds to get the person yes to guess who that person is so so one of you think of a person and you know text it to the other person i'll go first i'll be on the clock first and i'll, I'll sort of demonstrate how this goes random character from mighty docs or mighty docs game changers let me know when you have the person obviously you don't want like the extra in the background of scene two but you also you know, it could be anybody from Bombay to, I don't know, Sophie's dad or something like that. I think someone had to have had a speaking role. There you go. I like this. I like this. Speaking role. All right. We're, we're, we're ready. We're ready. All right. All right. I'll start the timer. All right. Let me know when you start it. All right. right. And they're yes or no questions, correct? Correct. And so after 30 seconds, Mike just gets one guess. Right. All right. Starting three, two, one. Did they appear in the original trilogy? Yes. Are they on the Mighty Ducks? No. Are they an adult? Yes. Are they a coach? No. Are they a, a woman? Is it a woman? Yes. Is it Casey Conway? No. A woman is it is she in d2 yes is it michelle mckay no d2 is it the reporter from 30 seconds are up we need your last guess and i think what you need to do mike uh, go ahead let's hear your guess woman oh maria the iceland trainer yes ah! okay so <laughs> i think what you need to do is you only get one guess oh okay and so, you, like, instead of being like, oh, is this, a, is this someone's mom? Instead of saying, is it Casey Conway? So you get one. Once, once you make your guess, you're done. Okay. Yeah. Because okay. you kind of rattled off a few guesses there at the end. And, you know, it was, it was in the 30 seconds. Don't get me wrong. But I think that makes it more fun. You got to get down. And then you, because I'd like to hear, like, your, your thought process at the end. All right. 
Fair enough. I, I, I do like that. And, and the quack lights give notes. This is why I wanted to test it here early on. But um, do we want to play again? Do we want to play again with the new rules? Or do you want to go to the quack question? We'll, we'll do one more round. All right. Okay. Um, uh, I, can, I can think of someone. Uh, okay. Kevin, if you want to do guessing, um, give me a second. All right. I've got someone. All right. 30 seconds. Uh, Kevin. Your 30 seconds starts now. Did they appear in the original trilogy? Yes. Are they a kid? Yes. Are they a male? Yes. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, are they a duck? No. Um, 10 seconds. Are they a hawk? Yes. Um, are they Irish? Or do they have an Irish name? Yes. <laughs> 30 seconds is up. 30 seconds Mc is up. McGill. Yes, very good. <laughs> well done. But that is the that is the yeah, basic you... idea of the game. I want the quack lights. Let us know if you like it, how you would alter it. And uh, that will be a uh, a round in the upcoming. We could definitely make this into a make this into a drinking game too. So uh, <laughs> keep that in mind. Yeah, we uh and Mike put in the show notes the link to our we made a Mighty Ducks drinking we game, did. didn't we? Yes, yes, it's very. We gotta make one get... for Game Changers now. We gotta revisit it. <laughs> That's true. We do need to revisit it for Game Changers. You will get we, very we, drunk. We, we, we have a lot of rules. Sponsor it. We have, <laughs> we have one where you like put a dollar on the floor and then the you don't tell anybody and the first person to pick it up has to finish their drink and things like that. So. It's very good. I will put it in the show notes, but let's move on um, to the quack question. We do ask us questions on Facebook, through Twitter, through Discord. We pick the best ones. Try to answer them. Kevin, what is the quack question today? Um, I guess we'll go email today. Uh, hmm. This one comes from Tyler via email. Um, Tyler's uh, fairly long question. questions are, I was watching D3 recently. And two big things stood out to me that I hadn't noticed before. Uh, number one, on three different occasions that we see, Charlie is skating backwards on defense, one-on-one -on -one against the puck handler. I understand Orion has a massive focus on defense, but what kind of formation is he running in the offensive zone that makes the center being the last line of defense to prevent a breakaway? And number two, in the first unofficial JV Varsity showdown, one of the Varsity players taunts Goldberg before scoring by saying, quack, 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 Mr. Goalie Boy. But he says it was some sort of European accent. Between that, Scooter looking suspiciously similar to Gunnar Stahl, and the fact that all the players from Iceland's Golden Age just suddenly disappeared after the Goodwill Games, is it possible that Eden Hall brought in the entire Iceland team to be their Varsity team using false identities? Love that question. <laughs> all right. Two for one here. Um, so the first question, yeah, why is Charlie back? He's a center. Why is Charlie back? I think the only way it would work is if, if the defenseman sort of pinched down and Charlie was back checking to come back, but it wouldn't make sense why he was like so far back as they were coming up on him. I, I don't know. I would is, I, go ahead. Sorry, go ahead. I, I was just going to say, is there a possibility that he changed Charlie's position? Because he mm. does change some positions in the original roster. I, um, yeah, that's kind of what was my thought. It was like, like, oh, I play on the left, not the right. You know, they mm -hmm. kind of say that. And I think it looked good. Like, hey, 
Go play defense, you know, Mr. Scorer boy. Yeah. With his European accent. Yeah. That is a good point to try to sort of teach <laughs> teach uh, Charlie a lesson. And, teach yeah. him some humility, too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's a good point. So maybe he switched it. My other point was going to be maybe they were just wildly out of position and not listening to Orion at all. If there was a, uh, but I do like, yeah, it was probably Orion saying, Hey, you got to play defense because we play two way hockey here. The second question is very interesting because, yeah, I mean, you don't hear about Sanderson coming up in juniors. We never hear from Sanderson or Uber Havik or Gunnar Stahl in D3 at all. Um, so scooter comes in it would it would be i i don't know why you would put gunner stall at goalie though that would be that's the one question i think our thing was like he needed to change his position to avoid the wrath of wolf stanson because we have talked about scooter being in witness protection program from stanson um yeah, I mean, we don't see the full varsity, so maybe they snuck a few more Iceland in, but I don't know if they would stick the whole team in one spot. I feel like that's a liability. I, I, I wouldn't surprise me if Eden Hall is, like, recruiting internationally, oh. and it's, like, known as, like, a hockey factory, and, like, some European players who might have the means could, like, go play there, and, you know, Eden Hall is probably, like, they're scouting, like, the the goodwill games i'm sure so maybe there are some you know icelandic players on there yeah the, the, the only question i would have with that like is in college hockey are there typically very many international players because I, I would assume that most of them just go to juniors no yeah i mean there's a few typically what happens is you know kids good he goes maybe to play juniors in the states and then gets seen by a college and then play so i know when i was at michigan we had a player carl Haglund. he was from sweden um so yeah i mean you you see a decent spattering of internationals coming over um and playing college hockey so i just randomly looked up um you know university of denver's hockey roster mm-hmm. and number three anti tuomisto from finland so they have a guy from finland Love and a guy, guy from sweden and they also have a lot of Canadians, which I don't think like we can necessarily say like count as, you know, um, this exercise. Yeah. But uh, the Swedish guy is named Magnus Krona. Mm, great name. Yeah. Solid. Solid. Maybe he'll be the official college hockey player of the Quack Attack podcast. We'll have to get in contact. Oh, yeah. We should get, uh, get one of these guys that uh, we could sponsor them. NLI. Oh, that's oh, a great. That'll like be a 2022 idea. goal. We're going to sponsor a college <laughs> hockey player. That is a great idea. This is definitely happening in 2022. So chicken wing challenge, sponsoring a player. If you have any suggestions on who we should sponsor, please let us know. And, and obviously know- we would, uh, we would need to make sure we're following all the rules there. Yes. So does, uh, does our man Bo have a younger brother? Oh, I don't know. I will. Uh, I know he has brothers. I don't know what age they are, if they're playing college hockey or whatnot. Um, but this, I am excited about this. I totally did not think about the connection now that college players can make money off their name, image, and likeness. We could have the, we could officially sponsor a college hockey player. So if you have any suggestions, please let us know. 
but chicken wing challenge sponsoring a college hockey player and then trivia challenge it's going to be a busy 2022 so I know Mike's about to sign off, but after we do our sign off for anyone who wants to listen to a hypothetical question that I'm going to pose to Mike and Kevin that has nothing to do with the Mighty Ducks, feel free to stay on. I was just, I was thinking about this last night and I just want their opinion. Okay. So for us, the quacktech.com, go there, contact us at quacktechpod on Twitter, facebook.com slash quacktechpod. Go to iTunes, give us five stars. Tell us what you think of the Guess the player in 30 seconds format and any suggestions you have. And remember, ducks fly together. Ducks fly together. All right. Bonus question time. So here's a bonus question. So I'll set the scene. So last night had a kickball game. Um, we lost unfortunately it's questionable calls um but afterwards you know we went to applebee's to drink because it was down the street amazing and so we got to talking and the question is would you rather get a lifetime of free applebee's you can eat there you and a guest for free anytime you want and this is assumes applebee's always stays in business or $25,000 cash. You get no strings attached. Which would you take? And at Applebee's, once a month, you get to throw a party for all your friends. I like the party aspect, but it's for life. This for life, you can I'd eat, probably you do and a guest. I'd do Applebee's. I'd take the Applebee's. Really? Yeah, I would take the money, I think. I, think. I wouldn't want to worry about having to go to Applebee's to like make it worth no, at least $25,000 of my life. The, like I feel the like thing, the, the stress can, of being can like you I do, turned... Can you do takeout? Oh, yes. You get like you now obviously you can't be like keep doing takeout like for like all your friends not stuff. But, like there'd be like gentlemen's rules with this associated. Um but like you and a guest so, dining in whatever you want we'd have to figure out like if what is the monthly limit because because then you'd have to figure out how how long it would take you to hit twenty five thousand right. dollars worth of so food. and this is something we were talking about is basically if you spend 150 dollars a week on groceries that's about eight grand a year okay and 150 a week is kind of high um but let's say that also includes like going out spending 50 bucks at the bar every other week i don't know but so if you're spending eight grand a year on yeah. food and drinks then obviously you're looking at like four years four and four and a quarter years to or three and a quarter sorry um to to reaching your um your twenty five thousand dollars so it could be worth it pretty quickly i feel like uh i i feel like i could like if i had that perk i think i would go out of my way and spend five hundred dollars a month to have <laughs> you know what I mean? yeah like does I mean, this like, thing does it so, include like alcohol and stuff like that yes and okay. so, like, yeah. obviously, I mean, we would become regulars at Applebee's. Yeah, <laughs> every outing would just be at Applebee's, and Kevin would be paying, or whoever had the deal. Yeah, but it's like, it would definitely have to be like a, oh hey, if the three of us went to Applebee's, it'd be like, Mike and Kevin are are eating for free today or whatever. But I and I think obviously there's a whole like, can you share things? But like, if the three of us went out and like Kevin got appetizers, like the appetizers would be free if he is eating at least like a percentage of however many people are there. So if there's three of us, he needs to eat 33% of the appetizer for it to be free. Interesting. 
So you would have refs monitoring Kevin's I was going to say, who's the poor schmuck that has to watch all this? <laughs> yeah. I, would, I would say <laughs> it's very much like uh, an honor system, and but we would keep each other honest, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, and Kevin, like if you if it was your thing and you got it, you could get like, I'm going to get a steak to go and go home and eat it. Another another reason I'd take Applebee's because it would always beat inflation. That's true. We don't know how much <laughs> Applebee's is going to be in 20 years. It might be a dollar fifty margaritas instead of dollar margaritas. True that. Yeah, I mean the alcohol is interesting, but if you can't just buy drinks for other people, I feel like I would just take the money because I did. I like I said, I would not want the stress of being like, oh, I have to eat at Applebee's to to well, make up my twenty five thousand. So I'm Mike, taking the money. You know, if you have multiple kids, Mike, you take them to Applebee's and just they just eat for free nonstop. Mm-hmm. Oh, my family eats for, for free. Yeah. Well, should it be like immediate family and one non-family member, maybe? Would that sweeten mm. the deal? I mean, your wife would fucking hate Applebee's after about <laughs> yeah, three weeks. That, that's the problem. She would not want to go to Applebee's all the time. I don't know if it's free all the time. And also, let's it's say it's a walking big enough distance. menu that you can hop yeah. around it quite a bit. I would still take the money. That's just me, though. What's the? What if it was ten thousand dollars? Oh, good question. I think ten thousand. It's a no-brainer for Applebee's. For life. For life. And this is assuming we have Applebee's nearby at all times, like near yes. our house. Walking distance. Oh, <laughs> walking. If it's so walking I, distance, I, I take think, Applebee's. I mean, I think the, this is easy. Like. Even if it's twenty five thousand, like all you'd have to do is spend a thousand dollars at Applebee's every year for twenty five years to make it worth it, and probably even less than that because of inflation. Like that's going from zero to a thousand dollars, though. Like that's a big jump for me. I don't know the last time I went to Applebee's and like that. I mean that that could be like ten trips to Applebee's. Yeah, like every year. That's fair. That's or fair. Eight or how however that would work out. I. I'm coming around to the Applebee. If it's walking distance, I take Applebee's. I for even I'm, for I'm, 25. I'm, I'm gonna Google the closest Applebee's to you. <laughs> I'm gonna Leah, let's look it up. They're probably like three within two miles of you or something. I don't think so. I feel like it's at least five miles. Yeah, I think the closest Applebee's to me is like 15 minutes, but it's really close to where we played kickball. Mm-hmm. So Surprisingly, not a lot of Applebee's in Dallas. <laughs> I feel like there were like six in my hometown of like less than 100,000 people. And there are two in Dallas. Let's take South Okay. Road, right Applebee's <laughs> is 3.4 miles away. 10 minutes. It's a 10 minute drive though. 10 minutes. And it's like, you can get a, obviously you're not going to be wanting to get like, you know, the, the triple appetizer every time. You can get salads and stuff. Also, though, like I do a fair bit of traveling that would come in handy traveling also. Yeah. Airports. Yeah. Ooh. I mean, traveling Pick airports that have good. Applebee's. Traveling would be good. I don't know. It'd be t- like, yeah. So it would be if I went to Applebee, if I spent a thousand dollars at Applebee's. A month, that's twelve thousand a year. So two years, it would really be a thousand a month. That was a lot. I, mean, I, was, all your I, was, I was saying a thousand a year for oh, 25 years. Oh, yeah, you're just going okay. once a month and having like yeah, you and a guest are going hard. Okay. Or, you, or you could do 500 a year for 50 years, whatever. So 
a thousand a year for 25 years. So I'm 50. Okay. Yeah. I, it would, yeah. I mean, it would make sense. I would just have to go out of my way to go to Applebee's, which I could, I could work in, but it's not like something I would want to do. If you spent $35 a day at App, App, Applebee's Monday through Friday for a year, you're looking at $9,000. Mm. And so you just come in as eating lunch and dinner there yeah. every weekday. Double lunch. Yeah. The, the lunch every day might get me. I mean, wait, get, wait, Tommy, what, what was your answer that Applebee's? Oh, of course. Yeah, okay. I mean, yeah. as somebody who's a chicken finger connoisseur, I mean, you would crush that. And, and the good thing is, is also Applebee's will probably be changing up his menu every like six months, right? I mean, and I so think. it's not just going to be like, this is all they're ever going to have, you know, because they have like different drinks for like different holidays, things like that. But it's the same core menu. Like when's the last time Applebee's really changed their entire menu? I have no idea. Like, I don't know what Applebee's has on its menu. It's like, <laughs> Whatever Chili's and Fridays has, that's what Applebee's has. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but they have the Blondie. Do they sell the Blondie? Because that thing is awesome. What is, what is the Blondie? It's the, there's the dessert. It's a Blondie brownie. Oh, uh, okay. That has ice cream and amazing like walnut sauce or something. It's Interesting. fantastic. Uh, I don't see it on here. That would be a shame if they don't have that anymore because it was so good. They might have a smaller um, menu now because of um, COVID and everything. But they've got a blue ribbon brownie, which is like ice cream, and I guess this brownie cake. They've got the brownie bite, which is a smaller version, and the triple chocolate meltdown. So, but the part we get one party a month. You said Tommy there. One party. They close it down for you and all your friends. Whatever you guys want. <laughs> a month like or open you, to close once a month. I, I, yeah, I feel like you could crush that twenty-five k with that. Yeah, alone. I think the party is the key here. The party is the key. Like my birthday is at Applebee's every year. My kids' birthdays are at Applebee's every year, and like that's where we do it. If if I can have the party, I you know Tommy's birthday is is uh, next weekend. Should we go to Applebee's? I wonder how much it costs to rent an Applebee's. Probably a lot. We're not going to do that. They've got seafood. They've got burgers, sandwiches. Good question. I think that's it. That's all they have burgers. Yeah. <laughs> I think between the party and like the possibility of like running out and getting a lunch at Applebee's, I would take the Applebee's. But I've really come around. I initially was all on the 25,000. Good question. If anyone's still listening, let us know your thoughts. Put it in the off topic Discord channel or something. And we can really get this uh, discussion going. But good question, Tommy. Thank you. Yeah, I was tr- I was struggling with like the amount of money because at first I went way too high because it was like, no. Um, but I think 25K, you really have to think about it. Yeah. Like let- 25K, you, you, that's, that could really help out a lot of people right now. But I don't know, free Applebee's for life. You never have to pay for groceries again. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, if you the, ever lose your job or anything, like you're fine, like you, you know, at least as far as food goes. The you counters, maybe you could also live in the Applebee's. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. The counters, the people are gonna say, you just take the twenty five, put it in like a index fund or something, and just let let it 
gain interest and then you'll never be able to catch up. Well, think about, there's also a time factor. Think about times you go to the grocery store, times you're like spending like, oh, where are we going to go eat? Or we got to drive to this place or, you know, you know what you're getting for lunch and dinner every single day. Boom, just go get I, like, it. Like, I don't back. think you'd go every day though. I think you'd still have to make it a, a semi uh, irregular sort of treat to go to Applebee's because you'd be, you'd be stuck, you'd be burnt out on Applebee's very early. Like you'd, you'd want to space this out a little bit other, like maybe the first week you go every day, but then after that, you're going to lose steam. I think if you can get like guaranteed, like you have a table, you get there. And as soon as you like you order and they bring it in 10, 15 minutes, like every time, like none of this, like waiting around for your server bullshit. Like, I don't know. Cause that's another the convenience thing. Or you're like, you're calling it in like, Hey, I'm just going to get my mozzarella sticks and chicken tenders and come home. Yeah, I'm just talking about the variety of food. Like, I don't think you would want Applebee's all the time. I mean, I think like a Caesar salad is a Caesar salad anywhere, right? Right. And so like, if you always eat that for lunch, if you always eat a salad for lunch, or if you That's always true. eat like a sandwich for lunch, like you can get the chicken fajita roll-up at Applebee's every day. Yeah. I, I, I do know you would definitely get burnt out. Like, don't get me wrong. But... I don't know. It's free. Yeah. Like I said, the party, the party aspect is what gets me. But like to Kevin's point about $1,000 a year at Applebee's 25 years, or you take the 25K average, what? What do you average in the market? Like 7% over a year? Assuming so. Yeah. So like that's, that becomes an interesting equation and we need, we need, is anybody so, like, so a, assuming exactly 7% every year, which obviously would not be the case. You would, if you did nothing without $25,000 and just had it in a fund, you would, that would be worth 135,000. And that's assuming when? every in 25 single, years, in 25 years, assuming every single year was 7%. Right. Yeah, I mean, I'm just talking average. Like you're gonna lose some, but maybe you go over seven percent some year. So 135. So so that is the interesting question. So 135k over 25 years. Will you eat 135k over 25 years with the party? Yes. Without the party is an interest as a more interesting question. I think you have to have the party. Yeah, the part the party. Tommy like, just wants to have an Applebee's party. <laughs> this was my way of being like, "Hey, we're having my birthday at Applebee's." So you guys are like, "Yes, I've heard a lot about Applebee's recently." <laughs> All right, I've, I've talked enough about Applebee's. True, I'm starving. I gotta go. Right. <laughs> Do you guys want to go to Applebee's? <laughs> yeah, Mike's paying. <laughs> <laughs> All right. If anyone's still listening, let us know your thoughts. All right. See you guys. Bye. See ya.